when was the last time you received negative feedback on your performance? Was it last week, maybe last month, or, or maybe last year? And could you imagine if everyone across the country could access your performance reviews and more specifically, the negative things that your boss and your team had to say about you? Well, that's pretty much the life of comedian and ABC radio host, Sammy J. He gets feedback very publicly, not only in the form of ratings, but also in the form of unsolicited comments on social media and, of course, in reviews of his shows. So how does Sammy J deal with such public feedback? Does he take it on board or ignore it? And what strategies has he learned to basically not let it destroy his confidence? My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Sammy J about feedback. And this extract starts with me asking Sammy about how feedback works at the ABC, where he hosts breakfast every day on 774. It was a very structured process for that at, at, at ABC. There's internal air checks, they call them, where you all gather together and listen back. And then you, as a team, you, you work on the show and you're always coming up with new segments or discussing guests and things. So that's that's there. And I sort of trust that process pretty well because I still feel like I'm very much learning. I'm still very much the new kid. So there's never been a note given to me where I haven't um, agreed with it. Like if someone says, hey, you're talking too fast or, hey, that was a really bad question you could have asked it like this i'm always like yeah totally like so i really find that actually helpful there's a more blunt feedback tool which is called the ratings and in fact <laughs> uh you know they actually just came out like an hour ago so i think i'll now like like in the paper later today i will be mentioned with regards to my ratings and things but having been through you know, the tv and live work you get fairly used to the up and down of all that stuff as well so i'm not as affected by that as i think some people thought i would be I think that's really interesting about the work that you do, that the feedback is so public, certainly with something as objective, if you like, as ratings through to social media and the feedback loop there through all the work that you've been doing in your career. How have you learned not to let it just completely destroy you and self-confidence? What are the strategies that you've learned over the years? Gee, I think, well, I mean, I, I think back to my, the first like bad comedy review I get, I got like years ago and it does, it does destroy you like anyone, like in a normal workplace, perhaps that's the equivalent of a, you know, workplace review or something. But having your name published in a newspaper with someone giving you two stars and saying, oh, it's just rubbish. It can cripple you. But I think in, in comedy and in the arts or in general, they're the bits that make you and they're the bits where if you headed to any open mic comedy night or musicians night, you're going to find, let's say, 10 performers in their early 20s eight or nine of whom will probably not continue that as a job. And I think part of that will be because of the feedback because the audience weren't kind to them or because, you know, they had a bad review and it, it was a bit of fun, but then they move on and get stable jobs, which I have so much respect for because I don't think we're built as humans to – I don't really like the idea that we have to become hard in ourselves or become completely oblivious to what people think in order to succeed because I think that's just not a natural state. We all want to be liked and we all want to be complimented rather than um, – torn down however 
creatively, it took me a long time. I think success didn't come to me like really quickly. It's been a very slow sort of progress for me career-wise. And along the way, for me, it was always about finding my voice, finding what I found funny, being true to that. And that really helps so much with reviews and things because when I got a good review for like, like my live shows and it was a show I'd really worked hard on and I was proud of, I was really, you know, it was really satisfying. But if I had a bad review, again, either I agree with some of the points, like it's like, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Or it was someone who just didn't like me and that's, I really got to the point where I think that that's okay as well. Like I'm not here, none of us are here to try and please everyone in the world and that's just a recipe for disaster. And I think creatively, and I talk about this with younger comedians if they ever want to know a bit more about the industry or my take on it, but I sort of say, well, you have to decide. Are you trying to do things that you enjoy or are you trying to, to do things that just for other people? And if you want to do other people, you can you know, make as many dick jokes as you want or, or, or pub jokes that aren't appropriate or whatever, and you can please lots of people, but you probably won't be necessarily happy with that. But if you're doing what you want to do, then whether or not there's an audience for that is to an extent out of your hands. You're just trying to find the audience who share your sense of humour. And then to the extent that it is in your hands, I think that takes up 90% of, of your work because very much for me, comedy has been a business and it's about really aggressively finding that audience and, and being clever about how you market yourself. And I don't say that with any cynicism whatsoever. I'm just saying that most artists who have made a living have had to become by default business people in order to achieve that. Wow, that was a really long answer. Like I went all over the place. And went, Sorry about that. That's why we edit things, <laughs> um, but I probably won't edit that. So you, you make it sound really, really simple, like don't try to expect that everyone will love you, find your kind of crowd, but I imagine that that was a pretty hard lesson to learn. Like was there a turning point where you perhaps knew that intellectually but you then started to internalise that? I think there was and I think it was to do with maturity as lame as that sounds but i look back on like my first gigs was, you know singing songs standing up at a keyboard in pubs around melbourne half that material i you know, was i still proud of in, in that i was doing interesting songs or coming up with interesting comedy ideas that were a bit original and the other half was just some some shocking stuff that was variously probably racist or misogynistic or sexist didn't take your pick like in terms of just as a young immature dude trying to make people laugh and i think i also really put up quite uh, a confronting facade of really trying to be a, an edgy sort of smart ass on stage because I saw that was how other people were doing it. And that was never actually me. I was much more, yeah, the, the sort of almost shy nerd type. And I look back maybe the last five years or so or when I've had more success in, in some ways, I think that has been because of that human element to what I do. Like I, I much more work um, on bringing my own stories. Like there'll be personal elements to my songs that I write now, which I never would have used to approach because I would have thought it was too schmaltzy or it didn't have enough jokes. But I now have learned that being more myself, even if myself is not as funny as most comedians, I, I, at least the, I think there's a personal connection there which I can achieve and I've learned to embrace that far more. So that's not really a lesson for anyone else. It's, it's probably just a lesson in being more true to yourself. So for, for me, that was being more true to myself. That is it for today's show. If you are enjoying How I Work, why not recommend it to a friend? That is one of the ways that this show has continued to grow. So thank you for everyone that has been giving a shout out to How I Work to your friends or on social media. It's very appreciated. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Imber, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes it all sound awesome. See you next time.